sunrise and sunset, promise and fulfillment, birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time. We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock. Have you ever noticed how time has a sameness about itself? Each hour you receive in life is guaranteed to be of uniform quantity, although its quality depends to a large extent on you. The life we live has a sameness about it, too. Doing the same things every day may have its duller moments, but we are often compensated by the security it affords. And sometimes, when the monotony is broken, we'd give the world to have it back again. When Joe and Nora Spencer were married, they went to Niagara Falls like so many millions before them. Later, they bought a little five-room suburban house, and it looked exactly like the hundreds of other five-room suburban houses you see so often. As a matter of fact, life itself was a carbon copy to Joe and Nora Spencer, a carbon copy they believed in and were happy with, until they discovered that their life was destined to have a new and an original twist. Mm, I guess we'll hit the hay early tonight, Nora. Mm-hmm. Finished with the newspaper? Just about. Sure. Looks like we have a nice day tomorrow. Mostly sunny, it says, with moderate west to southwest winds. Mm. Oh, Jeff, actually the hives are coming over tomorrow night. Oh, you didn't have to tell me. Tomorrow's Monday, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Monday, the hives. Tuesday, Bill Pepper and his wife. Wednesday, the movie. <laughs> you make it sound like a routine. Well, it's a routine, more or less. Do you mind it? You know I don't. Sometimes I wonder if the life we lead is a little too dull for you. Funny, I've thought of the same thing about you. I'm very happy, Joe. You know that. <laughs> sure, I know. And I wouldn't want anything to change it. Nothing ever will. I wish I was sure of that. I wish I was sure that you and I and this house would go on forever, just as we are. Hey, what's got into you tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm so happy I'm just looking for trouble. Well, you'd better cut it out or you'll get spanked. <laughs> uh, how about we hit the hay? All right. You go ahead. I'll put the lights up. Hey, what's that? What? Well, well, there's a cab just stopped in front of the door. Uh-huh. Someone's getting out. Why, it looks like Amy Gibbs. Your cousin? What on earth is she doing here? The last I heard, she was living in Wisconsin. It's a funny time to make a call. She's coming up the walk, Joe. I'll let her in. Cousin Joe. Hello there, Amy. Uh, come in. Amy, darling. Oh, cousin Nora. My goodness, it's nice to see you both. What are you doing so far away from home? Didn't you get my letter? Why, no, no, we didn't. Oh, dear, maybe I sent it to the wrong address. That's why you're so surprised to see me. I've come to New York to get a job. Really? I've been living all alone, you know, ever since Mother died. I decided that Wisconsin was a little too small for me, and New York would be so much more exciting. Well, you'll find it a lot more crowded, anyway. I found that out already, Cousin Joe. That's why I'm here. Well, I, I hope you won't think I'm intruding. Why not at all, Amy? But my train got in two hours ago, and would you believe it? I can't find a single hotel in a town that has a room for me. Uh, 
That's not unusual. The hotels are very crowded these days. I checked my bags at the station, and then I remembered about Cousin Joe and Cousin Nora, and wondered if they'd mind putting up with poor little me for just one night. Why, of course not, Amy. Well, no, no, we, we've got an extra room upstairs. Oh, that's sweet of you both. I'm sure I can get a hotel room tomorrow, and I'll try not to get in the way. <laughs> well, you just forget about getting in our way, Amy. You're welcome here, and you ought to know it. I'll fix the room up for you right away. I'm sorry I didn't bring my overnight bag. I haven't even got a toothbrush. Oh, you. I can give you a nightgown, anything else you need. Oh, no, I think I'd better go back to the station and get my overnight bag. Oh, have you got any small bills, Cousin Joe? My smallest is a 20, and I couldn't get back to the cab driver. Oh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll pour singles, too? Oh, that's just perfect. And as long as I'm at it, I may as well bring all my luggage up here. You never know when things are misplaced in these public lockers. <laughs> sure. Oh, don't wait up for me now. Just leave the key under the mat. I'll be back in an hour or so. And thanks again, Cousin Nora. Thanks loads. Well, I... Uh, I'd better get her room ready. Nora? Yes, Joe? Uh, nothing. No, nothing at all. Oh, good morning, Nora. Good morning, dear. Here's your coffee. Thanks. Oh, be careful. It's very hot. Uh, where's Amy? I thought I'd go downtown with her and help her find a place to stay. I'm afraid poor Amy isn't feeling very well. She isn't? I spoke to her up in a room a little while ago. She, she's had an attack of migraine or something. She asked me if she could stay another day or so until she got over it. Oh, well, if, if she's ill... I told her she could stay as long as she liked. You did? Well, I was only being polite, Joe. I'm sure she'll be gone in a day or two as soon as she's well. I still wish you hadn't told her that. Well, why? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just wish you hadn't. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be that way. It, it's just that I'm, I'm not used to having someone around. It, it's always been you and me and no one else. And I'm afraid I like it that way. How do you feel, Amy? Much better, Cousin Nora. I'll be out of bed very soon. You and Cousin Joe both been so good to me. Oh, it's the least we could do. And don't think I'll ever forget it either. I never will. Well, I'll leave you now. I've got some work to do downstairs. All right, Cousin Nora. And I'll have my lunch in bed again today. Really, Cousin Nora, I've tried so hard to find a job. But I, I just can't seem to get one that suits me. And as far as apartments are concerned, they're impossible to get. And you wouldn't want poor little me to live in a furnished room, would you? It's so much nicer here. I guess one of us should speak to her, Joe. Well, it's kind of hard to ask her to leave. But she makes no attempt to find a place of her own. And you know we can't afford to support her here indefinitely. She's borrowed over $100 from you already. Oh, yes, that's right. And she hasn't even tried to find a job. Oh, I hate to ask her, but... We have to. She's simply got to give us a definite date about leaving. Well, I'll talk to her myself, Nora, uh, tonight. Yes? Uh, it's Joe, Amy. Um, may I come in? Oh, please do. I've just been fixing up my room. 
Isn't it pretty? Those curtains look familiar. I took them from your room, Cousin Joe. Well, I didn't think uh, Cousin Nora would mind. They look so much nicer here. Uh, Amy, I want to talk to you. About what? You've been here over a month now. Oh, has it been that long? My, how time flies. No, it isn't that. We, we, don't, we don't want to rush you, but... Uh, well, uh, Nora, Nora and I'd like to know exactly how long you plan to stay. Oh, I'll be leaving soon. How soon? Cousin Joe, you almost sound as if you're anxious for me to go. Well, I... I uh... You really liked having me here. I know that. I can tell the way you look at me sometimes. Oh, I don't know what you mean. Your life has been so dull, Cousin Joe. So unexciting. Haven't I brought something new into it? Oh, Amy, I... Yesterday, while I was doing my hair in front of the mirror, my door was open. I saw you watching me. Well, I, I just glanced in. I've seen to... that look in a man's eyes before. Amy, this is crazy. You've watched me often, Cousin Joe. When I've walked up and down the stairs, when I've laughed. Sometimes I didn't even have to see you. I could feel your eyes. Amy, you, you've got to leave. I'm young, Joe. Young and pretty. Boys have told me lots of times how pretty I am. They say I do something to them. Do I do something to you, Joe? Put your arms around me. Please, Joe. Hold me in your arms. Oh. Now, tell me to leave and I'll go. Joe. Darling Joe. Did you speak to her, Joe? Y yes, I, I talked to her. When is she leaving? Nora, I've been thinking it over. I mean, you see, it doesn't seem fair to... But Joe! Uh, let us stay a little longer, Nora. Give her a chance to, to get her bearings. Well, uh, well, if you feel that way, it's all right with me. I, I suppose it can't do any harm. No, no, of course not. It can't do any harm at all. Taking in at the seams. But, but that's my dress. It's the one I bought for Easter. Is it now? I didn't know. I just thought I'd borrow it. I'm so sick and tired of wearing the same old clothes. You had no right to go into my closet. But Cousin Nora. I was given permission. By whom? Cousin Joe. Joe? You said you wouldn't mind. Do you mind, Cousin Nora? No. No, I guess I don't mind. Here's my wash, Cousin Nora. Your, your wash? Please be careful what you do to the slips. They're silk, you know. Are you asking me? No, Cousin Nora, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. This house is a mess. Cousin Nora, if you can't handle the work yourself, you might at least get a maid. My room hasn't been straightened out all morning. Really, it's a disgrace. Amy. Yes? Would you please come out here for a moment? I'm doing my nails. Come in here if you want to speak to me. I've brought your suitcases up from the cellar. You have? 
What for? You're leaving, Amy. I'm what? You're leaving this house. Oh, don't be silly, Cousin Nora. I've stood for a great deal from you, Amy. I, I don't know why I have, but now I'm through. I can tell you why you've stood for me, Cousin Nora. I'm not interested in what... You were afraid to force a showdown. Afraid? You've taken my orders like a servant girl because you didn't want to raise an issue. That's a lie. You know what's been going on around here. And you also know that if Joe had to make a choice, you might be out in the cold. The male animal has been on this earth for quite a while. It's taken him thousands of years to reach his present stage of civilization. But the wrong woman can send him back to the jungle and the caves in exactly half an hour. How, how dare you talk to me like that? Now, let's have no hysterics, Cousin Norma. I think I'm being very generous under the circumstances. Generous? I'm making you stay here, aren't I? I could tell your husband to get rid of you if I wanted to. I could tell him to send you away, but I've got a big heart. I'm beginning to see that. You haven't got a chance against me, Nora, and you know it. Oh, damn! You... The arrangements we have is peculiar, I must admit, but I like it this way. Temporarily, at least. When a man meets another woman, he usually separates from his wife. In this case, I'm adding a little twist to it. I'm letting you stay. That's very kind of you. Of course, you have an alternative. Have I? You can pack your things and get out. Joe will give you a divorce. I'll see that he does. Well? I'll stay, Amy. I thought you would. There, my nails are finished. Lovely, aren't they? Here's your paper, Joe. Oh, thanks, Nora. Don't you want to read it? I haven't time. Where's Amy? She hasn't come in yet. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Nora, Mr. Lewis is sending me to Chicago for a few days to introduce the new line. Oh. I should be home by Thursday. You don't mind, do you? Uh, Amy will be here to keep you company. Well, that must be Amy now. Is that you, Amy? Yes, Cousin Joe. Oh, we were worried about you. Oh, were well, you? I'm sorry. But it was a long one and I did some shopping later. Well, uh, I'd better get packed. My train leaves in an hour. Are you going away, Joe? Uh, just for a few days, Amy. Business. I wish I didn't have to. Uh... Well, I'd better get started. See when I've packed. You're being very sensible, Cousin Nora. Am I? It's always best to accept things as they are. I know you and I'll get along while Cousin Joe is gone. Won't we, Nora? Oh, yes, Amy. We'll get along. Just fine. <laughs> Laura, when did Joe say he'll be home? Thursday. This is only Monday. Are you bored, Amy? Very. I intend to do my best to entertain you. <laughs> entertain me? Doesn't it do for excitement, play checkers? You'll get your share of excitement, Amy. Be patient. Why are you looking at me like that? Was I looking at you in any particular way? Just don't start any funny business, Cousin Noah. You'll regret it. 
How old are you, Amy? That's none of your affair. Hmm, you can't be any more than 23 or 4. What about it? You have so much to look forward to in life. And there's so much you could miss. I often think of death, Amy. Sometimes when I fall asleep, I dream of it. And it comforts me. Stop talking like that. I don't like it. Oh, I... I think I'll go to bed. My head's been bothering me all day. If you're sick, why don't you call a doctor? I'm quite all right. It's just that I... I keep forgetting things and my... My head aches so. Good night, Amy. Good night. I hope your dreams are as pleasant as mine. Amy. Why are you down in the cellar? What's all that hammering about? I'm sorry if I disturbed you. What are you doing with those strips of wood? Just putting them together. Do you want to help? You'd better do your carpentry yourself. You're so much stronger than I am. What's this paper on the floor? Paper? Oh. Oh, it's a blueprint. You're making a washtub? Does it look like a washtub? Wooden washtubs aren't very practical, Cousin Nora. And anyway, by the shape of this diagram, it might easily turn out to be a... A what, Amy? It almost looks like a... Coffin. Yes, it does, doesn't it? What are you trying to pull around here? Is this a cheap trick to scare me? Answer me, do you hear? Answer me. Go to bed, Amy. Go to bed and get some rest. Amy, I've brought your dinner. Put the tray on that table and get out. Very well. Now leave me alone. Well? What are you standing there for? I want to know if you like the soup. It's very good. Here, let me... What did you just put in that soup? Oh, why nothing? I saw you drop something in there. What are you trying to do? Poison me? You shouldn't have smashed that cup, Amy. Get out, Amy! Get out! Good night, Amy. I know what I'll do. I'll get the police. Now, for good. 
Is this the Spencer house? Oh, officer, you're just in time. She tried to kill me. She tried to poison me. She got out of her head. Are you Mrs. Spencer? I'm Mrs. Spencer, officer. I'm the woman who called you before, and uh, this is the girl I told you about. Oh. All right, girly. Come on. Let's you and me take a little walk. Oh, but there's nothing wrong with me. She's the one you want. Look, she tried to put this poison into my food. You deny that you put this in my food? Do you deny it? Of course, dear, I put it in. But I tried to tell you it was only saccharin. Saccharin? How long has this been going on? Ever since my husband left, officer. There's a wash tub downstairs she keeps referring to as a coffin. Oh, I've done my best to calm her. She's lying! Can't you see she's lying? Well, come on, girlie. We can talk it over downtown. Get your hands off me! Easy now. Let's not get rough, sister. Oh, just a moment, officer. Yeah? You see, this girl is my cousin, and I feel responsible for her. She's, she's not really insane. It's just that she's emotionally upset. I don't want to see her put away. Well, that's not up to me, lady. But if I talk to the proper authorities and testify that she's never really done anything wrong, do you think they might well, put her under my care? That all depends, lady. It's up to you. You'll go away for a nice long rest, won't you, Amy? And if I come down and talk on your behalf, you'll do as I say. Won't you, Amy? Come on, girlie. Come on. Uh, Nora, I'm glad Amy's gone. You are, Joe? I was going to ask her to leave myself. Well, this way is better. You were going to ask her? You don't believe me, do you? It doesn't matter now. Nora, there's something you ought to know. Don't you? No, I, I've been... Well, I've been kind of a fool, Nora. I, I don't know how to explain it. Then don't try. This trip is the first time I've been away from you in 12 years. I, I know it sounds kind of funny, but it gave me time to do a little thinking and, and, and to understand how I'd miss you if you went away. Joe, let's forget it. Amy's gone, and the rest doesn't matter. Notice this chair feels comfortable. I couldn't find one as soft as this in the ho whole hotel. Nora, I don't deserve the break you're giving me. But I'll try to make up in some way. Here's your paper, Joe. And I picked it up for you this evening. Thanks, Nora. We'll have a nice day tomorrow. Mostly sunny, it says, with moderate west to southwest winds. Yes, life has a sameness about it, and it's something we all get used to and enjoy. In the last analysis, it's the dependable things that count the most. The 60 minutes you're sure of in each hour, the 24 hours in every day. You wouldn't want that changed, even if it were possible, would you? And I couldn't change it if I tried. The clock will be heard again next week, same time. This program was written by Lawrence Clee and Hart McGuire was heard as the clock. As Joe, Nora and Amy were Charles Tingwell, Lynn Murphy and Coralie Neville. The clock, directed by John Saul, is a Grace Gibson radio production.